Welcome back to That's Kind of Wavy. We're your hosts. I'm Jill. I'm Shaysal. And I'm Nikki. What's up, guys? <laughs> um, well, I can't bring up what I was ranting about right before we started recording, which was about how a lot of people, you know, are happy, obviously, about LGBT representation in modern media, which is good. But the twist is, plot twist, they have always been represented. We have always been represented. It's just as villains in movies. And so I was... That's probably why they're typically like the wittiest and sassiest too. True. In a good way. Just objectively the funniest and coolest. But no, so the thing that brought it up was... uh, I forget, what's that villain's name from Powerpuff Girls? I don't know, like the lobster person? <laughs> yeah, they're, it, it's like know. the lobster guy, but he's, it's like a drag queen type figure. I'm looking it up. Yeah, I don't remember either. Um, Him. <laughs> it's, it's, the name is him. Like, actually. I know something good. <laughs> okay, so him. Oh, it stands for His Infernal Majesty. Is <laughs> he saying okay. I don't want to dress up as them now. Anyways. Um, yeah. So then also Ursula from Little Mermaid. I almost said My Little Mermaid. Like My Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> Little Mermaid is based off Divine, the drag queen. And it's been a lot of people say Scar has like stereotypical gay characteristics. So that's just something to, I don't know, mull over. That if you look at a lot of villains in mostly like kid stuff history it's nikki gay (laughs) what is is the video you watched called queer coding explained i don't know i don't remember i watched it a while ago it might have been okay i'm gonna send the link later just to see because i'm curious i I also watched it a couple of weeks ago on on the take because i i love that channel um, and it, it has all the same characters you mentioned, which I feel like, it, and I feel like I learned the exact so same thing. I feel so it probably was because I yeah. remember it's a YouTube. Video. It was a good video. Yeah. And again, it's like once you're adults, like villains are a lot more nuanced. So it can't just like, they can't just have like extreme characteristics. So that's why it's like a lot of like cartoon characters um, and stuff like that, which is just goes into demonizing LGBT people even more. I know yeah. this is unrelated to our topic today, but I, I want to say a little bit more about this just because it is super interesting. I remember in this video, it, it's been a while since I watched it and I was high when I watched it. So I don't remember the details that well, but they're in my mind. Double whammy. <laughs> I, yeah, for real. I do remember that it talked about how like back in the day, queer coding was kind of a good thing. Cause it's like little subtle, like, Oh, this person's gay and we know it or queer. Mm. But nowadays it's, it's worse when it's used because it's it's used more in like a queer baiting way but it is interesting that its origin was more of like a subliminal message for the queer crowd out there yeah us. true. <laughs> well so okay on the topic of queer baiting i don't know did we ever fully discuss this about how people were saying billy eilish's newest video was queer baiting we, we kind of talked about it over text but we haven't really talked about it like yeah <laughs> one of her newer songs that the music video is a bunch of girls at a sleepover like on the surface 
it's like a hot video because it's her and a ton of hot girls like there's a lot of like sexual implications in it i guess for lack of a better word like they seem... well, I think they're all in like underwear or something well yeah and it's very like tall. part maybe is there a part where they're actually like in their underwear i think so. yeah i think so i only watched it once but it wasn't explicitly like underwear maybe but it was more of like that pj lingerie type of vibe yeah. also it's called lost cause so on the surface it is hot and then if you think about okay why did i find this hot it's because it's baiting women loving women stereotypes and viewers and then men who sexualize that because it's like i'm watching that like oh that's hot slumber party with all your hot friends like okay cool that's hot and then guys are watching that because it's like oh girls at a slumber party you know just being crass as they are but this is an argument i read online where i feel like sometimes when i read arguments online i'm like relax you know like it's not that deep even though i find things a lot of things deep there are some things online where i'm like relaxed but this is one thing where i was like oh that's a really good point was that she has said time and time again that she's straight and so for her to use sexualizing woman loving women interactions as like the focal point of her music video is like queer baiting yeah yeah I agree I watched the video first and when I before learning about all of these things and when I watched it I liked it I I liked the whole just like feminine energy and because like you know like our girl group is like hot and sexual (laughs) and whatever yeah so it made me comfortable in the way that they are in that video like yeah so I liked that at first but then when you guys brought it up I started seeing it that way and then like the, the whole thing happened where she said her caption on one of her Instagram posts. I, I can't remember what it said. It was something like, I'm gay or I love women. It was that combination of things. And then also the fact that her, <laughs> this is unrelated, but related to this all happening at once, her boyfriend being a racist or some yep. shit. So <laughs> literally that's just yeah. the cherry on top of like, okay, kind of problematic. <laughs> I feel like it's like one of those things where if she did just that and then got point out and people, and she was like, I did not think about that way. I feel very like this is how my friendships are, you know, maybe, you know, whatever, just disgust it. Be like, okay, and you can move past. But it's like, okay, so she does that and makes the Instagram caption, which I think it was like, I love women, which you should love women. But following that, again, it's like baiting. And then for her to have a racist boyfriend, it's like, oh, you just make bad decisions. <laughs> like, right. it just like she loses credibility by that. Right. Yeah. Right. I agree. Well, onto well, the real topic. <laughs> yeah, what's our real topic for today? Our topic today is another documentary that we watched. It is called "Lo and Behold." <laughs> <laughs> what okay. is it? Reveries of the Internet or something? Of a connected, a connected. So some background on this. I was trying to find some sort of like psychological documentary, and this one seemed interesting just because like we also talk about internet stuff and I don't know everything if you really try is related to psychology somehow and like we all know the internet artificial intelligence is fucking with psychology in every possible way it was interesting it wasn't what I expected necessarily yeah same it was one of those things I think if I knew explicitly what it was like I wouldn't have watched it I'm happy I watched it because (laughs) it was educational but it was like so tech nerdy 
you know like they part of it was just like jerking off to robots that play soccer which like was no no, literally when he asks him do you love the way this man talked it's it's directed by werner herzog (laughs) oh my god wait i have have a line do you love robot eight (laughs) he's like do you love it (laughs) yeah and he's like he's like yeah yeah i do love robot what was it called robot Robot eight and it just had an eight on oh, it because they had a eight. yeah because they had a whole soccer team and number eight was the best one. They really, oh my! I thought they were saying robot aid the whole time. I I literally <laughs> wrote down the quote when he said, which I didn't know if I should bring up because I'm not trying to make fun of someone's accent, but it just was funny. <laughs> no, the way he, he spoke said, was just so said, weird. It, right? He said, "Do you love it?" <laughs> <laughs> he literally sounded like the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally I'm like what? it almost sounds like he's doing a fake accent of like i know wherever like, he's from <laughs> i okay one thing that cracked me up was back to this being kind of like a tech nerdy thing again it was interesting but everybody in it was so tech nerdy that it's like they can just talk and 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 talk about like <laughs> hypotheticals and where we're going and what this does and how it got to that and it's like these things are only interesting to somebody who's really, really into it. Like this isn't interesting to the general public. And so the narrator, he was like also the host. He was interviewing everybody. And he was one of those people that's like a tech nerd. He was so into it. And so he would like interrupt the the interviewee's questions. <laughs> like when like, they were the stupid ass yeah. analogy. I'm yeah. like, what? But, well, so the thing to me that killed me with Elon like so Elon Musk was on it um talking about Mars so this is a few years old cuz they were talking about hypothetically going to Mars but they were talking about SpaceX hypothetically too which now we know SpaceX is a thing but um Elon Musk was talking about going to Mars and like how not a lot of people you have to find people to volunteer and as he's still talking the host is like I will do it one way one way trip I will do it do you have a volunteer with me and Elon Musk's face I never feel I bad for so billionaires, but like that was he's one like, thing where he's like, I did not sign up for this type of situation. But so he was just like, uh, uh, yeah, we would want to have round trip just so people could feel like they could come <sighs> home if they wanted to. And it was just like, it was so Ugh. cringe. Like it was just like, um, oh wait, my God. What's like, the guy from the room? Tommy was a, he's, he's talked exactly like that oh guy. My God, they're from You're the so same right. planet. They're from the, the same, same planet. the same planet. Yeah. Just a mix of a bunch of countries. <laughs> God. But yeah, so I mean, it was interesting, but it's definitely one like. Yeah. So it's like dorky. So, OK, so the documentary was laid out like there were, there were each each section of this movie. There were 10 sections it was about like a different thing relating to the Internet. But they all had like very little context when yeah. they would start the section so like they just like would dive into a story and like after like five minutes that's when i would be like oh okay uh, they're talking about this well you would get the title card of like but some of them some of them were like okay i get they were, it like artificial intelligence it's like okay i know what they're gonna talk about but one of it was like the internet and me <laughs> like, right and there's the third one was the dark side <laughs> like what they just, it's a quick star wars break or like about the Darth sixth one was, no seriously <laughs> the sixth one was earthly invaders like <laughs> i literally i was like are we shifting to aliens now what i know wait quick question since you brought up i know it was part of the documentary with the going to space thing but now i'm curious is jeff bezos still in space no they only went for like 
five minutes. Oh, what? I thought he was like, I thought, I, I knew he wasn't going to stay, <laughs> but I thought he was like taking a trip. They literally <laughs> just came like right back. Just went up and down. I think I'm they not like laughing hurry. at the question, but I'm laughing at picturing like literally just <laughs> Jeff Bezos like floating. <laughs> like we lost him. Is he still up there? Do we need to go get him? Jeff Bezos like, floating around. <laughs> literally good riddance. <laughs> okay, no. All jokes aside though, that is one of my, this is, you guys are going to hate what I'm about to say. If you have not had this as a fear, you will have it after I say this. So you're welcome. Oh, great. Um. Assuming space travel becomes a thing when we're alive. And this happens in space travel movies where somebody gets like ejected from the spaceship and then they're just floating in space. That's it. You die out there and you're just oh, I've floating. Thought about that. You're just floating in space. What happens to your body? What and so I think about bye-bye. I I literally I think about <laughs> I guess I would take my my helmet off so my head would just explode from like no pressure or whatever or too much pressure i don't even know my head would explode but like can you imagine just floating in space until you die no see the thing with like any of these things any (laughs) i i know that i know that in practice it's not this easy i get that but ever since i was little and every nightmare that i had it's like just simply kill yourself. <laughs> like I'm not, like I'm not, I'm not promoting suicide. But like in any situation, like in a dream, a murderer is about to kill me. I kill myself first. Boom, easy. <laughs> Your fight or flight response is die. <laughs> right, peace. That reminds me of that that meme where it's like yeah. bingo bingo, and I'm the guinea pig. It's just fucking, fucking dies. dies. <laughs> I literally. Chris and I reference that a lot, actually. Um, the and then Shelby's a squirrel. His name is like Squiggly or something. I have it saved. It says like funny. go fast or yeah, some shit. gotta go fast. <laughs> and then I'm the monolith. <laughs> it's a gorilla. Um, and Jill's Binko Banco. Yeah, Binko Banco. <laughs> if it wasn't clear, you're the meme where you know it's the old guy shrugging and he's like, "Guess I'll just die." <laughs> literally, it's so though? much easier that way. This the guy from Heaven's Gate. That guy that's shrugging. Yeah. Doesn't that kind of look like him? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that guy's scary eyes. Oh, yeah, I'll look. Oh, my God. It does look like Marshall Applewhite. You're right. (laughs) That's crazy, actually. Oh. Okay. Ooh, their promo pic is actually kind of dope. It reminds me of, like, 90 Heaven's Gate image. It reminds me of, like, 90s bowling alley. No, it's, like, (laughs) as promised. Their website is, like, Loki aesthetic yeah <laughs> oh yeah the um, as promised the keys to heaven's gate are here again in tn doe the ufo ufo 2 as they were in jesus and his father two thousand years ago nice. <laughs> Sign me up. this website's taking me back to king library at miami right now and i pulled an oh. all-nighter writing this paper triggering okay anyways okay so back to our documentary so I guess what was the main idea, Jill, if you want to present that? Even though there was um, like I 10 main ideas. What was it? <laughs> the I internet. I straight up don't know what the running theme was. <laughs> I, like I, the literally, I literally don't know. I, there was like nothing that actually connected them all. That like the internet can have good and bad sides. Like that's it. Yeah. So I think it was like <laughs> just talking about. I mean, I don't think it was intentionally the point, but I think that's a point you can take away from it of like it's about the internet. And we still don't even like understand it, and it's good and bad and confusing. But 
like okay so the very first section i was like joe joe watched it before i did i was like joe when is this ending because it was all <laughs> math i was like, like here's the, the equation of how the internet was made funny woman i don't know how to do math okay <laughs> <laughs> you cannot expect the lgbt community to do math right now <laughs> but no and so i was like i literally cannot focus except on that guy's do you know what I was talking about, Joe, when I said his handwriting and the chalk was so good when he was writing the equations <laughs> yeah. on, the, on the blackboard? It was just like some perfect uh, variables. Perfect chalkage. <laughs> chalk zone <laughs> okay. out here. Speaking of that section, I, I found it weird that one, they included that too, that they started with it. So basically for like our listeners, it was just they introduced this topic of the internet and stuff by kind of talking about how computers communicate with each other, but in a very mathematical way that was not accessible whatsoever to the general public. I don't understand why they did that. He was, it was just this guy like on a chalkboard writing all these <laughs> equations and then talking about the law of large numbers, which like, I, I know that concept from statistics, but whatever things I understood that he brought up, it didn't make sense when he was saying them. He would just say it. It's so, okay. Well, that, thank you for, reminding me of that but you're not making me understand this anymore <laughs> literally the last time i took a math class was senior year of high school because i tested Same. out and so i was like i have not taken a math class in six years and a lot of people are probably longer than that i literally that was the perfect example of what did you said like what <laughs> did you said i have no idea but that's such a good point that I get they opened with it because they were describing the creation of the internet, which required a lot of math. I understand that objectively, but like, who cares <laughs> about who cares about the specific math equations? Like, say, like it took top mathematicians and physicists to do it and give like a brief two-minute math thing to like so we can grasp how complicated it is and then move on. Like, why was it that right, whole section? Typically, that type of breakdown, if anything, would happen, I would say, past the middle more in, like, the last third of the, the documentary. Mm -hmm. Like, when you're like hooked. When, yeah, when you're already hooked. And it's like, okay, well, now we understand the concept and the context to be able to maybe understand the nitty-gritty, which even then, I think he did a really poor job of doing that because I, I can't remember the quote, but there the you guys have definitely heard this idea, at least. The idea that, like, if you really know your material then you know how to explain it simply. Mm -hmm. And this person was just not doing that whatsoever. <laughs> that is something I know you guys are going to agree. I have, I already forgot what my second one. Okay, so serial killer <laughs> rants. I actually brought that up when I was out with my sister and her friends in the city. And they liked that prompt. I was like, this is going to sound weird on the surface, but this is a good, like, we're waiting for our food kind of like just yeah. thought yeah. fine Thing. I was like, it sounds weird, but it's a good question. They actually really liked it. One of them was like, I'm going to start asking my friends this. So I was like, hee hee. But nice. so my second serial killer rant or third, I had a second. I can't remember it. So my second serial killer rant now would be. Hello. What was that? Hi, noise? <laughs> it's a car out. I heard that too. <laughs> um, my second. It's their brain. <laughs> got those brakes <laughs> like that's something where like i don't know shit about cars and if i were driving a car i'd be like i need like, to go to the mechanic right. right now <laughs> right um would be about facetious smart people oh or like just like God. people who just like are like i'm smart and that is my only personality trait go fuck yourself that shit makes me <laughs> so mad and that's like what that vi the vibe that guy gave me 
literally the only people who are like that it's like okay i get it like you're not funny you don't know pop culture you don't have like <laughs> a good personality so Wait, your only thing is that about, you're um werner the, the, the narrator no, the guy, the old man the no the old guy that i was like why is he popping off about definitions? Oh, the copy and paste guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but just in, but so now i'm just talking in general like this one kid i went to high oh. school with was like like that like where he was just like his only personality was that he was smart and he was really smart. He went to MIT. Like he was really smart, but it's like, okay, but you can't talk to anybody. So what's the point of being that smart? Right. No, I agree. And those people are honestly just one dimensional and, and not, not everyone that's like that ends up being a dick, but those same people are the ones that become chemistry professors, even some biology professors, them less so than other science classes, but they're the ones that, that have treated me like absolute shit because they have no idea how to communicate with anyone. What was that? What was that professor's name that made you cry? Um, he was my com professor too. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't remember his name at all. He was, okay, well, it was like Dr. Richards or something. It was like a first name that can also be a last name, but no, I, know, I don't think it was that, but I can't remember. Yeah. He like, I went, I'll, I'll I feel like I have to explain. Okay. Now. Yeah. So, he- so freshman year, um, for Gen Chem, I had this professor that I would go to office hours for all the time. Like I wasn't having my shit cause I, I channeled my anxiety into like my academics. I would spend all my time doing extra work that I didn't need to do. And I would go to office hours all the time. Like any questions that I had, I would clear them up. Cause like my mom always taught me to not have any doubts about material and stuff. It'll help you if you're like on top of that shit. So I would do that. He already knew me. We had a relationship to an extent. I went to office hours one time to go over a question. The point, the question was much more complicated than this, much more complicated, so it didn't really matter what I referred to this thing as, but I referred to this element, I think, as an ion or, no, or as an atom when it was actually in an ionic state. But that literally was so relevant to the question. Like it did not change the answer whatsoever. And he was like, what did you just say? And I, <laughs> I repeated myself. And then and also there were other people in this office in, in this office hours thing, like there were other people. And he starts yelling at me. He's like, I can't believe you co- you'd come in here and waste my time like this in front of all of these people. Don't even show up to the exam when you're going to fail anyways. I can't believe you'd disrespect my time like this. Just going off about how like I was going to fail the class anyways. Stuart. Stuart, yeah. Yeah. What a piece of fucking shit. <laughs> I, I, I know it's not going to get to him, but God, I hope this gets to him somehow. <laughs> what a piece of shit. So it's ones like that. And even my senior year with my neurophysiology professor, I, when I got super depressed and I had to communicate to her that like, I was very proactive about it and I, it was very hard to talk to my professors about what I needed to do, but I came up with a plan by myself and I'm very proud of myself for that. And she was just not understanding of it at all. Like she literally didn't understand depression. Like how? That's what it's like. Oh, oh, you're so smart. Uh, No, you're not. Like you're literally not like if you're a fucking loser. (laughs) like sorry you're a loser you have no friends okay great you're really good at chemistry for what for what (laughs) you have no human connections and you don't know how to have fun so right is it worth it and i'm sorry but none of them really have any breakthroughs in their science so (laughs) right i don't see you producing any papers that's changing the world right now so grow up i mean i don't think miami pays them that much either (laughs) true exactly it's not like you're making bank either god okay that's my mini rant not that not a lot of these guys in the documentary weren't like that. Like they were, they were 
total dorks like in that they totally yeah, they were loved trying, it but they explain. were like lovable yeah where it was like oh you want us to be excited too i'm not necessarily as excited as you are but like you're trying to get me into it so you can like i respect it yeah okay about the the robot guy <laughs> there, there was this guy in the documentary that was talking about a robot soccer team that by 2050 he believed that they could beat the fifa world champions and i was so confused by that because i know that people do enjoy like robotic stuff outside of just robots for i don't know like for robots, sake. robots as. <laughs> yeah for literally for robots so, like i get that it's also like because they're fun i guess yeah. but i was so confused by that because he kept repeating that and how that's a goal on the the narrator or whatever the main documentary guy was like oh well like do you really think it's going to happen and it just like he just kept saying the same thing basically yeah and i was confused by that because like again i know that it could they could just be doing it for leisure's sake but what what is the purpose i know that the implications of a robot being able to beat the world champions like there are, there are other implications outside of soccer with that but i was still confused like, i can't imagine spending that much of my life dedicated to making sure that a robot could a robot soccer team could defeat humans a human soccer team <laughs> so the way i i mean i agree i don't I felt like a boomer when I was watching this. <laughs> I know. Like I, because I was like, reel it in, buds, with the technology. Like, like the fun of soccer is that it's, or just any sport. I mean, I'm not a huge sports fan, but at the end of the day, it like brings a lot of people together and it's humans, you know, fighting in a like productive, fun way, you know, just yeah. competing, whatever. Because I, I actually, the one robot thing that I'm like into is BattleBots. Have you guys seen <laughs> that show? it's like i hate wrestling i hate boxing because i'm like why are you just fighting like why are we watching each other fight like this is not ancient rome like why are we watching (laughs) but so it's basically battle bots is teams make a robot and they're only like the size of i don't know like a pizza pan like (laughs) the biggest i mean but they're like heavy but they're little guys they're not like human-sized robots and they can make them have whatever like contraptions they want like one will have a flamethrower one will have like a little (laughs) flipper in the front of it to flip the other guy one will have spikes whatever and they like fight and see which bat which robot lasts the longest in the fight um so it's just like interesting like Let's see robots beat the shit out of each other. Okay, I do get that because I would like, I don't watch sports, but I would like to watch that. I, you should. Actually, that's one thing. Um, Next time we're stoned hanging out, like, we should watch BattleBots. Like, yeah. That is, it's, it's, I get a kick of it. Anyways, but so with the soccer team thing, I don't, I don't like that because again, I'm like, maybe we have robot soccer league and human soccer league, but I see it as like, like a Guinness World Records kind of thing of like, uh, why yeah. does somebody want to keep climbing more steps to be the highest diver? Like, it's like, you know, like, why do you want to? I get it. Why is it so cool to be the fastest runner? It's just kind of like pushing the limits. And so to okay, me, that makes it's sense. they're exploring the limitations of artificial intelligence or just like literally electricity in general, because that's at the end of the day, that's all any of this is, you know? And so that's how I see it is that they're, I I would rather these people be spending the time making a robot soccer league than making like 
warrior robots. So I'm happy right. they're occupied. But like I see it as that as like, how far can we go? How good can they get? Can we program to do it? Let's try. You know, just like experimenting, trying new stuff. Okay. Thank you for explaining that interpretation. Because I genuinely was just curious. Like not that this guy would ever hear my opinion about this but like I asked you to clarify no shade to this guy like you know he has his passions that's fine I was just curious about what could be his potential motive but I think you're right in that and also like again I do understand the scientific implications of it it reminds me of the one other section of like the hacker guy how he stole like the metadata for (coughs) Motorola or something and they're like why would you do that though like you didn't even use it for anything He's like, no, I just stole it like for like a trophy, basically, just so that I could say that I did it. Which also, yeah, one quote that I really liked, I'm probably going to botch it, but it was like, the issue with internet security is not the security systems, but humans. Yeah. Which like to an extent I already knew because like phishing scams and everything, like the younger generation is better at identifying it, but older people obviously aren't just because they didn't grow up learning about them. But it's interesting to think like, when they were talking about that Motorola thing, the guy asked a woman to like f- send him yeah. know, some security clearance or something. She's like, we oh, can't because yeah. your IP address is outside of Motorola's campus. But I got the login from the head security guy so I could <laughs> send it. So it's like like that security guy. Oh, my God. Idiot. You know, like, yeah, I and know. so that was like, OK, that's actually a really good example of how like humans are our own folly, you know? Yeah, I I wouldn't even blame her for that honestly, but the yeah, fact that him. it was the security guy yeah. that gave it to her is like this is literally your job <laughs> is to not do this. And for you Motorola, should know better. He probably was getting paid pretty well to be the head security yeah. guy for like internet stuff at Motorola at the beginning of the internet. You know he yeah. was making money, and he was just willy fucking nilly about it. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. I mean, I, what did you guys think about towards the end? When they were talking, that one guy was talking about, like, in the future, like, AI could get so good that humans wouldn't need other human presence or contact. They could be completely satisfied with just AI. How did that make you feel? Because I wasn't a huge fan of that. I didn't watch Last of Two Minutes, but I want to watch that because I figured that it would culminate into something like that that is very interesting to me. I didn't hear that part either. (laughs) Oh, my God. Watch me just be making it up. But no, No, I also didn't watch like the last 15 minutes also. Okay. So at the very end, he was saying like, because the the last few sections were about like the robotics and then going to Mars and then like AI and stuff, like basically like the future of technology. And so he was saying like AI can get so good that it was the guy from the very beginning, but how he was like, like a total dork talking about computers and stuff. So at the end, he was like, I should be able to just speak to a room and say, where did I leave my keys? And like the room, it's like a smart room. The smart room can answer, which like objectively, yes, but also no, because that's such like, then they're watching me at all times. So they know where I put my keys, you know? I don't agree with that, but I understand the concept of like, we should have things there that, like we have the power to have things that are that intelligent that they could answer that question but so he's saying that and then he's like ai can like keep you company and like a big thing with humans is like human interaction like communication stuff like people go insane and like solitary confinement or just like being isolated alone like you can't just be alone with your thoughts but ai could be so good that they could play as a human counterpart in those situations 
And so in the future, he didn't necessarily say this, but I like extrapolated like, okay, let's say we say we send a person to Mars, like, but AI could be so good that there's like, it's like C-3PO from Star Wars where it's like, he is like a human. And so he basically was saying, we don't need human human interaction in the future. And that's, that's one of the things that made me feel like a boomer where it was like technology bad, but I was like, (laughs) I don't, I don't like that. I don't know. So yeah, what's your Um, opinion? I think that's interesting. It's it's kind of like an interstellar how they have like the one robot guy that works like on on the space crew with them. I actually have never and seen he, that. Like, oh my god, we well, have to watch that. It's yeah, a good movie. It's we should emotional. watch it together. But yeah, they have like the robot that like can fix shit if it goes wrong, basically. So he's cool for that, and like he's nice and funny. Like he's cool. But okay, so like, like I don't know. Was like yeah, he, like that vibe, but just more modern. <laughs> yeah yeah and i think less like friendly and funny like less of an actual i can't remember that robot from it's literally shaped like a square so it's not like it doesn't like really c3po is much is much more of like a a person i think than this okay um but i don't think i would like that like i wouldn't want to have like a smart like home or room in that sense because i'm like i live alone for a reason like, I don't yeah. want to feel like I have another presence in my house. Yeah. It's weird. It's almost like a ghost. Yeah. yeah. It makes me think of, like, Black Mirror when they have, like, the uh, that egg thing. Oh, yeah. Which is a spoiler. The Black Mirror where they're in the cabin in the winter. I know that's, like, the thing. Don't listen to this because we're going to spoil that episode. We haven't <laughs> seen it. But where is the- it the one with the guy from Mad Men? Yeah. Like, and uh, he's in the okay. cabin in the winter, and he doesn't realize he's, like, in that egg thing. Like, they get trapped okay, yeah, in the yeah. egg, and they become a smart home for somebody. Or, no, for yes. themselves. But so yeah. he gets trapped in that just because, like, they were switching it over to being, like, a prisoner place. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think about, that's girl? right. You're no, I, I know. This is not ringing any bell. I thought you were talking about the Miley Cyrus one. No, no, no. Okay, so there's there's an episode where there's, like, it's basically an Alexa but it's the shape of it's an like season egg. two. Yeah, it's the shape of an egg. And yeah, it's not one of the original episodes. And you download your brain into it. And so it's like a robot version of you. So then you can say to it, like, open the blinds, turn on the lights. And it since it's the robot version of you, it knows exactly how you like your toast cooked and it controls the toaster. And it knows like everything that you want. Oh. But then the point of the black mirror episode is that it's like watching the robot version in that egg the robot version is smart enough that it's going crazy inside the egg like it's like i don't want to be stuck in here like it's 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 basically your brain a copy of your brain stuck inside a tiny egg like so yeah Yeah. it knows how you like your toast but it also knows what it's like to like have a conversation with a human being and so it's like i get like if I were ha- to have something really smart, like even or like how people like with Roombas, like, oh, cute little, you know, like give them names and stuff because they're like yeah. cute little robots. It's like I get like it could like feel comforting, but it's just like, yeah, it's like I don't want I don't know what's in that robot. I don't I don't know robots enough to know like who has access to the data and that who's inside of that, like who's telling it what to do. Like, I think that's why it freaks me out. Like, get out of my house. Don't watch me. <laughs> Yeah. I have so many potential takes on this. I'm trying to narrow down. 
what I want to prioritize. Yeah, so sorry. I, I feel, feel like, like I keep I feel like I keep ranting in this episode, so I'm sorry for that. Oh no, oh my god, no, it's okay. I don't I don't feel that way. Um I know that since this is my opinion, it's inherently subjective, but I feel so sure about it that it feels like just an objective fact. I feel like it's it's truly not even me putting in my own sentiment into this opinion. It it just really does feel like it's true. I don't think that it's possible ever to recreate human to human contact. I feel like if robots with robots that's different. I feel like with just straight up artificial intelligence, I don't think that's possible, especially starting with like, I mean, even with physical touch, I don't know how that would work, but starting with the fact that humans require physical touch, I'm thinking of the experiment with monkeys, the psychology experiment where some monkeys were given to this like fake monkey that was made of, I don't know, some harsh material like metals and shit as opposed to like their actual mom. And those had a bunch of issues with growing and developing and stuff because they didn't have that um, physical contact with their mom that's so important Mm -hmm. so I feel like no matter what it's not possible because I'm thinking of even like people who spend all our time online I am really glad that these online communities exist for people I was thinking about this sounds like a tangent but it's related I was thinking about how there's there's a section in the documentary where people are living like kind of off the grid in this this area where there's no like wireless connection and stuff. Oh, yeah, because they're like affected by radiation. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. a I have a fun side fact about that. Ooh, okay, we can talk about that because I I also I watched an episode of documentary once that was all about people who like avoid 5g and stuff for that reason i was thinking about how people in in that community community along with other small rural community rural communities that want to avoid like the internet and stuff i feel like i would go crazy because i feel so misunderstood in a world where i can connect to anyone and those people can only connect to those people so i'm tying that back to what i was originally saying even with having these online communities that that may help people feel more understood and find their people, even then think about like the loneliness epidemic that we have going on, that we have had going on even prior to this pandemic and how no matter how much online communication you have, like, yes, like those friendships that you build can be real for sure, especially with gaming and other interactive things. But even then, like, I feel like there's this part of humans that isn't satisfied unless they have that real life interaction with another human. But, well, that's yeah, one thing. I was actually thinking of like, that's one thing you and I have talked about before where I'll be like, no, you don't get it. Like you get it, but you don't right. get it. And that's how right. with the robot, like if I was going through something and they were like, oh, I like, I understand. It's like, no, you like are programmed to understand sadness, but like you don't get it, you know? And so like, I would get like frustrated because I'd be like, no, you don't understand. But then I know in movies in futuristic movies where there are robots who are just trying to help and they're like I understand and then the people are like no you don't I like always feel bad for the robot because you're like <laughs> right you're the trying robot. their best yeah it's like they don't know and so it's just like I I just don't even want it to get to that because I don't want to be in that situation ever yeah yeah I think I think we can get to that where people might not need other humans if robots become human like enough which which is I like don't think world shit yeah yeah exactly exactly it's like once they develop like consciousness and all that stuff which i mean artificial intelligence kind of does have that but infused with morality and values and the things that i think that we 
can all agree on make us humans as opposed to some other thing as opposed to just like a brain mm-hmm. unless we have that i don't think it can be replicated but then like at that point it's like why even have ai if it's literally just a human yeah just have. oh a baby. no i agree <laughs> like i, I agree then like, it I- just gets to a point where it's like okay so you want to like be able to control something and that's weird Right, I agree. Like, I don't think I don't think that needs to happen, but I think that's the only way where we could get by without needing other humans. Is if we create something as human like as possible, yeah. aka still needing another human. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What did you want to say, Jill, about the, the like wireless, yeah, free community? Yeah. So there, I don't know if this is the place where they were talking about, but there's like a, the National Radio Quiet Zone, which is like in Virginia, near like the Allegheny Mountains, but that's like. This zone in the U.S. where there's no radio signal or transmissions, it's like a town, literally, because it was, like, built for industry, and the Mm -hmm. industry being, like, this scientific research facility that uses, like, a giant fucking satellite that, like, picks up radio signals, I'm pretty sure. I think that's where where they were, weren't they? Because they showed the giants, like, satellite, and they're like, this is, like, the biggest satellite, but it's picking up radio signals. So, like, they, I don't know how, like, that guy was able to film there because they literally can't have, like, Wi Fi or, like, saying there's, like, you, no cell phones or anything. Yeah, like, you, you can't even, like, use a microphone or not microphone, a microwave. Yeah. Like, it's, like, that intense. So, people who suffer from this, like, literal illness, I'm pretty sure, where they're so sensitive to radio signals and, like, radio wave transmissions and, like, electricity, basically, they, like, go and live here because they can't really like live anywhere else in the modern u.s or world i mean not world but first world countries at least so yeah i guess i always thought that that was like a joke that people made in movies and stuff like how in better call saul like saul's brother is kind of like that like it's like people who have to wear like tin foil around them and they just make them (laughs) out to seem like insane basically and like they need to go to a psychiatric facility but they could actually like literally have this illness that's like a yeah. legitimate thing. It like physically affects them. Yeah, like it's physically so painful. Yeah. I I've watched this documentary show one time. Each episode something different. I can't remember if it's called Undiagnosed or if that's another medical show I've watched. Um, but the one that I'm thinking of has illnesses that are more like taboo and actually don't have real diagnoses for them, at least like medical ones that we know of. And there, the first episode I remember was about this woman who lived somewhere. She might've lived there. I can't remember because I watched it a couple of years ago. She lived somewhere where she would avoid all of those things. And I think it was, it was because it caused her chronic pain or some other issues. Mm -hmm. And it's so difficult because I actually, I actually do believe them because I just give people the benefit of the doubt. Cause I, I, one, because I think it's the right thing to do most of the time, too, because I have this fear that people wouldn't believe me if something like that happened and I would want someone to believe me. And this, I mean, this is just like a, a whole other thing, so we won't get into it. It's just like I, I can't even imagine being those people because I struggle enough with my fibromyalgia and the fact that like I can't, there doesn't happen as much anymore, but there have been doctors in the past that kind of belittle it and make it seem like I'm crazy, which makes me feel like I am crazy because it's a symptomatic disease as opposed to one that shows physical signs. So I can't imagine what these people must be experiencing with that. Yeah. Well, it actually made me think of you with your fibromyalgia about how it's like discredited or like people are like, it's all in your mind, which like at the end of the day, 
even if it like yeah your brain controls everything like your pain sensors are in your mind so yeah it is all in my mind because like <laughs> right. it's controlling my pain everything and all my nerves like, and everything every type and, of pain is all in your mind exactly that, in that and, case and so it actually made me think of that like you said I think recently fibromyalgia has been more accepted as legitimate I mean it's always been legitimate but you know what I mean um, yeah and I feel like this is one of those things where they're gonna have to like fight for it which sucks but like they're gonna have to like push to make it accepted as an actual thing I mean like it it makes sense why that would affect them I know that it's strange that it only affects some people but I mean that's also with any illness yeah because I'm thinking of x-rays and like any other sort of ray (laughs) signal thing going on like all of those things can fuck you up to an extent so it's like it it makes sense why like microwaves and things like that would emit this radiation that affects people. I mean, it is all slowly affecting us in one way or another. It's just for some people, they might be more hypersensitive to it. It's like um, how at certain frequencies, if you play it like super quietly, it can like literally like fuck up your brain. Really? Oh shit. I'm pretty Wait, sure that's like a that. legitimate like thing that's trying to be developed for war. I feel like. Oh, nice. <laughs> Love to hear that. That, okay. I think that was a, an ability in the 4400 also. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's crazy because I remember when I was little and I was obsessed with A Thousand Ways to Die. Mm-hmm. I know the show. Mm-hmm. If anyone doesn't know, not just ways of dying. <laughs> um, she <laughs> almost died. That was her own times. personal yeah. game. She'd lay in bed. Instead of counting sheep, just, she counted ways to die. <laughs> all the ways that can die. Honestly, I probably wouldn't do something like that. Okay, anyways. these There was one that was talking about like basically binaural beats now is what they're called i think they were still called then that back then and like this person was buying these like illicit beats <laughs> where they would get these like high beats. off of these be- these literally sick ass beats yo well, it was also they would get high i think wait yeah oh because there was i feel like there was a part and the, there was one that killed them i feel like there was a part in the movie that was kind of related to this because it was making me think of um think of like how people play manifestation sound like uh, yeah. like a frequency and like to sleep and it's mm, supposed yeah. to like, manifest things interesting i, I yeah no i know and that's a lot of people i mean when i was temporarily on like not even witch talk it was like spiritual tiktok for one second which i literally only got on there obviously i'm very spiritual like i have there's nothing wrong with that it's just spiritual tiktok is different like i don't buy into that i think it's i only fell into hoopla. that yeah, I think I only fell into that on TikTok because I was looking up like I wanted to research these people that would like somehow fall into QAnon shit and stuff. Anyways, yeah. these people would all would all talk about like certain hertz yeah. frequencies. Like, yeah. If you play this in the background, like you're gonna get everything you want. <laughs> like, where does so, that like like where do they even get that from? I know, I know. Is it this idea I know, but, that it can fuck up your brain? <laughs> like, I don't right, understand. I don't get it. it is interesting that you mentioned that the frequency that like could potentially kill people because like I mean I can see it happening because I I can't think of any movies or tv shows where I've seen it but I know that in my life I've watched some sort of media where people do die because someone plays like a certain frequency and like their head explodes from yeah like their ears like, start bleeding like in pick of yeah. destiny <laughs> yes, oh yes exactly <laughs> yeah exactly we already said that the documentary oh, is all over the place, but if you didn't believe it was all over the place, this podcast today, we're talking about so many different things, and they all- It started with queer coding. Yeah, it, <laughs> it all is, other than queer coding, related to the documentary. Like, we are still yeah. talking about the documentary, but it feels like we're, like, 
all over the place today. No, I know this this episode. It feels like it's just tangent after tangent. But it's like no, we're just no, it's we're li- just making our comments based on different sections of this that really were all yeah. over the place. <laughs> the when you mentioned the manifestation things, like if how people think that if you play something, like it'll somehow affect them. I yeah. listened. You might have listened to this one, Jill. I listened to a stuff they don't want you to know podcast episode where they talked about how like people are there is science now for like ads to infiltrate you oh while you're God. dreaming. Yeah, that TikTok, which I listened terrifying. to that one too. That TikTok ad. Yeah, that got. yeah. No, seriously, Jill sent us this, your mind. this, this oh, Amazon TikTok ad that literally it was like <laughs> some brainwashing shit. Like for any, this is also a thing in other movies. I just can't think of it, but. It made me think of in Captain America, um, the Winter Soldier is like, I'm going to make this quick. I promise. It's just, it's related. (laughs) The Super Soldier was taken by Hydra, this like Nazi organization, and they brainwashed him and like, he could never, like, it was hard for him to get out of that programming because they brainwashed him with certain words. And whenever they said those words, it would like activate him again. That's literally what that TikTok Amazon ad was. It was just like... (laughs) Oh, fever. Actually, that reminds me when when we're done recording, I have to send you guys this video. I this is a tangent. I am always looking for TikTok sounds because I use TikTok as like for work, like a social media thing. And so there was one sound that had like an easy dance that I like clicked on the sound to to find the original dance so I could learn it. And I clicked on the original video, and it's. It's like a rap song and it's like a booty shaking dance. I clicked on the original video and it like for one second has the like f- image of what I think the video is going to be. And then it switched to this like dramatic song and a slideshow of this man and his daughters. And like this text <laughs> like didn't know where my life was going. And then these two angels were sent to me. <laughs> and so I was like, what the hell it was like on the rapper's page too so i was like this is definitely a glitch so i went to the rapper's page and clicked on that video from his page and it still did it and so i looked at the comments and i was like is this like a joke nobody everybody in the comments was talking about what the video should have been so for whatever reason i couldn't see the video i'm seeing this man slideshow of his two dogs You, they're using your part of a sample I of know. something. I know. <laughs> I screen. Okay, so I'm about to brainwash you guys because I screen recorded it. Like literally, is evidence to myself that it okay. happened. Jill I'm sending it. To Jill you. did earlier. True. With the video. She, she, sent she sent us. The, she sent yeah. us the Amazon ad. Anyway. Okay. Let me wrap up this this uh this thing that they figured out. Like I I don't know the science on it. I do want to read studies, but I think it was like specifically Core's light that. <laughs> figure i know in the episode they Why? even talked about they even talked about they were like they were getting at it and they're like oh you know you'd think it'd be this or this and it's like nope <laughs> core is light but yeah they figured something out where like if you play something in your sleep it could potentially infiltrate your dreams in a way that would make it make you more likely to purchase these things and their point in talking about this i mean it's clear why this is so fucked up but what's even more fucked up is that if this type of software is created, which like I'm sure it already is and people are just trying to get patents on it and shit, I'm sure that that could play without us even knowing at night. Like in the same way yeah. that our phones listen to us and do whatever at, at all times, even if we're not using an app, but it could do the same thing when we're sleeping and we wouldn't know any better. So it could still be targeting literally in our sleep. We can't escape the marketing. Okay. Anyways, mm. so well, that's that on brainwashing. Like if you... 
play like music at night and you like don't pay for a premium service or something then you like the exactly. ad just plays yeah exactly or even like if people if i really never play anything when i'm going to sleep but like if people like listen to youtube stuff or something and like there those are yeah. i mean there are ads on so many things like meditations whatever yeah so yeah even just terrifying. like right before bed if you watch a yeah. video or something but think about like at least for me in dreams, it typically only happens with like romantic things. If I remember when I was little, I never cared for the Jonas Brothers that much, but I had one dream about Nick Jonas and I was obsessed and it was all I could think about. Like when I fall in love with someone in a dream, they become my life in real life. Yeah. So imagine. <laughs> Actually speaking of, I had a dream that um, Billy Ray Cyrus oh. texted me. I was like, let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was like let's hook up and i was actually hanging out with miley i was like your dad oh. just hit me up and she was like <laughs> bet <laughs> and no, nothing ended up happening but i was hit on by billy ray cyrus in my dream nice i'm jealous um <laughs> speaking of dreams um i'm like obsessed with shark tank right now which like i'm obsessed with it because it's the right amount of like paying attention and not paying attention because again i watch i have to watch like mindless stuff while i work and so yeah. it's something enough to like keep me awake and like alert, but like they repeat the deals so much. I if I spaced out for thirty seconds a minute, I can catch back up really easily. But so I kind of hate that I watch it because it's so capitalistic. But regardless of that, one of the entrepreneurs, part of her shtick, she was like explaining about how they have manufacturing for their product in Turkey, and she was like, "Actually, I had a dream that I went to Turkey." So I went to Turkey, I flew there, and I found a manufacturer, and it worked out. And then I had a dream that I produced this type of boot for my, like, she had, like, a shoe line. She's like, I had a dream about this type of boot, and I did it. And they're like, okay. They're like, so are you just going to dream about, like, throwing away your company, and you're going to do it? (laughs) It was just, like, so, like, it's like, okay, that's cool, but, like, I wouldn't present that at like an investor conference because then you seem like crazy like you should you should tell that like as like a tidbit at parties like you should not yeah say that as part of your business model (laughs) yeah like literally your pitch (laughs) i have a question about the documentary okay so they mentioned this thing called the carrington event and Mm -hmm. oh wait no I have one thing to add before that. So one of the sections of the documentary was about internet addictions and it was interesting that they mm-hmm. had they have a rehab for it. I don't know where it is, but it's called Restart. And they were talking about Which, like, how these is like savage that that's like an internet term. I know. I know, oh dude. I, when I heard that I was like still can't like let's literally every day. Yeah. yeah, like that's use it I'm dirty with that one for real. But they were talking about how these parents in South Korea had just had a baby oh and the God. baby starved to death because they were addicted to a game where in the game ironically enough where they were nurturing and taking care of a young girl. <laughs> Um, and I know that they also talked about like people putting on diapers to have a going to the bathroom to play games for like endless hours, which I have heard of that actually in a thousand ways to die and how <laughs> someone in a thousand ways to die died because they were playing for so long that when they finally stood up, they had like a blood clot that went to their heart or something and they, they died. Oh, yeah. But what I find interesting that I, and that I, I wouldn't have thought about if I hadn't looked into, this is going to sound unrelated, but I'm relating it the Simone Biles situation. I was after I learned about Simone Biles dropping out, I like 
watched videos on her and stuff and how she's like one of the best gymnasts ever. Mm-hmm. And I, I learned that she has this permanent deduction in her points because the things that she can do, other people can't do. And she, they don't like the gymnastics alliance, whatever, doesn't want people to try to do those things yeah, and like they don't want to encourage dangerous new, yeah they don't, they don't want to encourage, encourage dangerous it. tricks as their excuse right so after learning that and watching this documentary i mean i'm not surprised because it's capitalism and like internet stuff but i am surprised that video games don't have something similar in place because the reason why at least in this documentary they describe that people don't want to move when they're playing video games for so long is because they don't want to lose points by doing so and i i don't know how I'd go about it or how people would go about it because I don't know anything about scoring systems and video games stuff like that but I feel like it'd be a good thing to somehow not associate like points that you can get based on time playing or something you know or not be penalized for leaving to go to the bathroom but I I know it's complicated from the games I've played I know it's not easy to just like pause a game and like if you leave a game it's like bad sportsmanship like all this shit but still I think it's making me think of did you ever play like Wii Sports for a while and it would come yeah. up and be like, go outside? Like it was like, you're playing <laughs> yeah. too long. St- get off the video games. And I would always just be like, yeah, whatever, shut up and like skip through it. But I think that's one thing where it's like video games could build in something that it's like after you're playing for five hours, let's say, which is a long time to play a single video game without stopping. So once you're playing for five hours, it builds in a 10 minute break a lot of casual gamers would not hit that and therefore would not know and a lot of people would pause before they hit the five hours so they wouldn't know that it wouldn't affect their gameplay either it would only affect the like hardcore marathon gamers but it's like clearly they need to be forced to like take a break for their own health like it's not even just because like i'm trying to get them to stop playing it's because like you need to take care of yourself you know and so that's like something they I mean, again, I don't know coding or anything, but that is something they could do where it's like if it's not paused and it's continuously played for five hours, then you have to then it will like put you in a loading screen for 10 minutes. Right. And that's a very plausible option. Yeah. yeah. Or it could just deduct points the longer like if you. Yeah. Play which is over... what I mean, which is what they do to Simone Biles. Yeah. They deduct yeah. points like permanently from her any score. What was your question, though? The thing I had a question about was they mentioned, I think they called it the Carrington event. I wasn't really understanding what was happening with that. I Okay. They mentioned solar flares. Then they mentioned the Carrington event. Then they mentioned Hurricane Sandy in New York, which I, <laughs> since we were younger, I didn't realize, I didn't realize how bad it was. I didn't realize that like basically all internet was down. There was no communication stuff like that. And as a result, like food issues and everything, I didn't realize those were, that those issues were also related to the internet being down. Mm-hmm. But they were the way they said it was as if it was related to some sort of solar flare, and I was confused about that because I don't know anything about solar flares. I think they were just comparing um, the Carrington event happened in the 1800s. Yeah, I think they were just comparing that like a natural if, disaster to like yeah, like it, it can have on a, that specific technology. one because of the blackout scenario. Because that like if a solar flare happened, it would supposedly knock out like all electricity so it would be similar in that sense but what exactly like, is a solar flare it's just like a part of the sun goes like crazy for a second yeah, it's like <laughs> for whatever reason party time yeah for whatever reason a lot of the energy gets 
concentrated in one area and so it just like okay. it's like it almost like a volcanic out. eruption yeah but like sun level so it's really intense so it's a lot of energy being like... put out into the universe and so they're like okay now with all this technology if all that energy is being shoved out into the universe it's gonna hit earth in one form or another is that gonna affect i yeah. see i just don't know like the way they talk about it how do they know that electricity would be knocked out like for good why wouldn't it just like Did shut off for like for a good? little while they made it seem like that they made it seem like that they made it seem like it was like civilization with internet yeah they're like it would literally end everyone would basically die there would be no way to get food ever again i'm like why wouldn't it just like shut off for like like five minutes like the solar flare doesn't last for like a year so i don't know like how can they just like know for sure that that would happen maybe they're just preparing for the worst i guess so like that's the shit that i hate learning about because like that just spurs my anxiety so much yep and also like that definitely affects other people because then we have people like doomsday prepping and i feel like yeah well okay so i I don't know since it gives you anxiety i won't tell you what it is if you don't know but do you know about the 2030 moon wobble um yeah like how it's gonna affect the tides yeah i don't know about that so every year all the time the moon is wobbling to an extent like it's moving out in space it's wobbling within its own why can't i think of like on its axis yeah like within its own rotation around the earth like it does like there's variance it's not just like on a straight line at all times and so that's always happening and then every once in a while it's like a more extreme wobble and so in 2030 the more extreme wobble is going to occur and obviously the moon affects our tides and because of climate change our tides are like higher and like well, a yeah, lot like more water because sea level is just gonna be higher yeah and so yeah and so then when the moon wobbles and affects our tides they like they're like it's gonna swallow a lot of like shorelines like california is gonna get like swallowed up by the ocean in 2030 mm-hmm. i don't know if it's Great. that intense but like definitely not all areas. of california but yeah like, i'm like i don't know if it's the whole gonna wipe out it's gone. gonna wipe out like what they say well, that's why these dumbass people gotta of... stop building on beaches like literally on a cliff <laughs> yeah so but it and obviously the east coast too it's gonna like all the tides are just gonna rise a lot like come up more inland and it's so gonna all literally the cover gonna the world yeah <laughs> it's yeah, it's get your snorkel gulp. gear <laughs> get your snorkel we're going scuba diving <laughs> atlantis up in this bitch <laughs> <laughs> I mean, see, with the solar flares thing, I mean, 2030 is much scarier, and that's, like, a specific date, and that's a lot sooner, (laughs) but when they were talking about the solar flares and this, they said that it happens every couple hundreds of, hundred of years, and the lady talking about it made sure to be, like, not if, when, which they always do in documentaries. It's okay. I get it. I'm already scared enough. (laughs) Thank you, though. It's like, I get you want me to take it seriously. I was taking it seriously, and now I'm getting annoyed. I wanted to mention one last thing. There was Me the too. one um, section about like the online classes, mm-hmm. and that one Stanford professor was saying that like he taught one class in person, which had like two hundred students, versus he taught an online class. I don't know if he taught it through. I think it was through Udacity. 
um, because they do they offer Stanford classes through that. Mm -hmm. So on that class, there was one hundred and sixty thousand people and like they would take the same tests and assignments. And he said that like the top four hundred and twelve people like out of both classes were not Stanford students, not a single one. It's because high universities are elitist. And so it's like, I know. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's it's only because if you get enough money. Yeah. So that's why <laughs> he's like, that really opened my important. eyes. I'm like, yeah. that made you open your eyes? Like, you really just thought that everyone here is the smartest person ever? Okay. But I mean, good. I'd rather <laughs> he needs something to open his eyes. So I'm glad his eyes were open at all. You know? The way he even like brought up Stanford students, he was like, I know that it was to juxtapose what he was about to say, but he was like, you know, you think that these are like the best and the brightest and the smartest people and blah, 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 and all this shit. And I was like, okay, relax. I know. Yeah. Like, it really isn't like, like you not understand the concept not of just geniuses there. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it, seeing how all over this documentary was, it literally makes me feel like what it would feel like to be in high school and have a super big project the next know. day <laughs> and you have to do like the PowerPoint the, the night before. Yeah. And you just, Put in whatever information you can think of that's just bullshit. That's what a lot of this felt yeah, like. No like transition. this section, right? Like this section. Don't know where the fight came from. Moved on right after to the radiation the poisoning thing. chick. Is that we're gonna bring up? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I'll explain it. There is. I don't even know how it really came up, but this, yeah, that's, this documentary that was the one specifically that I was like, there was no context to this, and I had to figure out what was happening like ten minutes. And then into we just the moved section. on. Yeah. Right. So basically, the. I'm I'm assuming the intention of this narrator. What the fuck is is that person called? Is it are they the narrator? The narrator. It was the narrator, narrator, and he was the interviewer. Okay, I'm gonna say the interviewer. So, the interviewer went to this family that I guess I think like their daughter died in a car crash. I I don't remember if the car crash was related to some like automatic car or something. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be alluded to that it was a self-driving car. But the car that they said, because they made it clear to be like, and she took his Prius. Does Prius have (laughs) self-driving cars? Because they made sure to say that it was a Prius. I have no idea. See, that's why I'm like, they didn't ever explicitly say what happened to this girl. So I I don't know. So basically what we do know is that he visits his family and this family mentions that you know the whole like they didn't realize they were gonna like see their daughter for the last time thing and then okay yeah and then the daughter gets into a car crash and i guess the and the family was talking about how they wouldn't have known i mean that is a tragedy in every possible way but they wouldn't have known the atrocious details about it if it weren't for the internet because the coroner had only really said that she suffered head trauma and that she like lost a thumb or something like that when she died in this car crash but they saw like the gruesome details because i don't know how but there was a picture of her in this car of her head basically decapitated and i guess one of the first responders took a photo of it and emailed it to his friends and then his friends like sent it to more people and it just snowballed and it got on the internet was how it that's so fucked up so it was everywhere and and people like trolls would email it to the parents saying like um like one of the subjects i wrote it down was dead girl walking woohoo i'm still alive i and the interviewer was like they said woohoo and the guy was like yeah yeah god that's just like (laughs) like that's really what you wanted to comment on (laughs) yeah well but also it's like woohoo is just so obnoxious like you're already gonna say yeah. something shithead, oh, yeah. and you're gonna add woohoo to it. Fuck you. Like that. Ugh. I know that type of thing. 
So I think their point in that was that there are bad sides to the internet, but it was like, yeah, it was we, called the dark side section. Yeah, it's like, um, <laughs> we knew that. We already knew yeah, that. You don't need to use the decapitated That's... girl as an example. Wait, That's I'm realizing that this section definitely was not supposed to be about a self-driving car. I just thought that because that was the the prior section. I so thought I that thought too. that like that was supposed to be related to that somehow, but now I'm realizing it's just because it's just supposed to be about the dark side of the internet. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. It's just it is weird that they use this example because there are so many examples that that everyone knows people who don't use the internet like the oldest fucking people in the world have a reason to think that the internet like ancient bitches have a reason to think that the internet is bad so i don't really understand that part i actually um this is the last thing i'll say i even wrote down that i eventually would like to have an episode where i mean this is a very very complicated topic there's an answer to it but i I want to talk about the psychology of like how people can be this evil sometimes. Cause there's like, you know, people can be shitheads and there's a gray area for everyone, but trolls that are able to do this, it's a whole other level. I know that part of it, like everyone says, Oh, lack of accountability on the internet. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like there's much more going on psychologically because not everyone's doing this shit. It's because we lack accountability. No, I totally agree. And I think one thing that adds to it happening over the internet is that it's like, you don't see the person on the other side. Well, yeah, I do. But like people who are already prone to lack of empathy and stuff like that, then it's hard enough for them to be empathetic in person. So then on the internet, yeah, they don't see that person as a real person, which like I just I mean, I can't comprehend that at all. Like that's one thing that right. makes me mad about the internet is that I'm like, you are all re- real people and you're behaving this way. But, right, um, right. And I feel like the lack of accountability so thing isn't even an argument anymore, like in the age of cancel culture. Oh, yeah. Like, if we you can say something wrong on the then. internet, yeah, people yeah. will like literally get you fired from your job. So, also, the internet that made more sense back in the day when I've, I've read things about like on Reddit just about how the internet used to be, whatever, and people talking about how it used to be your place to escape. And it's like now it's like you have to escape from it, which I know sounds like I, I can't think of the term for this, but just you're, you know, whoa, man, like the internet <laughs> fucking sucks or whatever, which like, you know, if it wasn't worded that way, I would agree. But in this case, it's like, this is, we are so connected with the internet. It's, it is a part of us especially for young people that I don't understand like it sh- it should no longer feel like this difference that people use to justify how it's like oh they're on the internet which they don't justify it they just try to explain it that way but the explanation yeah. doesn't hold up anymore yeah yeah it's like we're like you said we're way past that like yeah we, that's not an excuse anymore that's it's like the dog ate my homework excuse for cyberbullying <laughs> right <laughs> right like, yeah okay. yeah well that was our episode on this documentary that I don't think any of us really liked, um, <laughs> unfortunately. But it was fun to talk about anyways. Yeah, obviously it was so, not provoking enough for us to have a conversation about it. So Yeah. 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 Well, you can find us every other Tuesday now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts um, at some time throughout the day. Yes, yeah. it'll be your little surprise every yeah. other Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.